Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Refuge from the Storm, our Saturday evening worship service. Today is the second Saturday of November. That's November the 14th. Again, welcome on behalf of Pastor Millicent Black to Refuge from the Storm Church. Our church is a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. It's sincerely our desire to reach and serve targeted individuals in North America and around the world. Thank you for setting aside a portion of your Saturday to worship the Lord with us. Again, thanks for coming, and please meet us again next Saturday right here at the same time. And we really do pray that something that's said or done will be an encouragement to you today. Draw near to God, and God will draw near to you. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and God will exalt you. God is fighting your battles, arranging things in your favor, making a way even when you don't see it. Today, I'll introduce our worship service serving team. Dr. Millicent Black is with us today and will share our invitation to discipleship. Elder Carolyn Cunningham will serve as our worship leader. Sister Cassandra Lewis, as always, will serve as our talk to manager and music coordinator. Sister Elka Morris will bless us with an opening song. Sister Helena Thompson will lead us in our altar prayer. And our very own minister, Juanita Purdy, will deliver our preach word today. And please pray for her as she comes. Our announcements for the week. And again, I'd like to remind you to please post any recurring meetings and events that you know we have or you see in the newsletter. Please post that somewhere in your cell phone, on your paper calendar, somewhere around your home, just as a friendly reminder. Again, we'd like to recognize everyone that has a November birthday. And I don't have it in front of me, but I believe Pastor Black's birthday is November the 29th. Is that right, Pastor Black? That's right. Thank you. So please keep that in mind, everyone. Wednesday night will be our small group Bible study, the Red Sea Rules. That will be at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. We will be studying rule number three, and it's entitled, Acknowledge Your Enemy, but keep your eyes on the Lord. Acknowledge your enemy, but keep your eyes on the Lord. 
That scripture is Exodus, the 14th chapter, the 5th through the 9th verses. Remember that we continue to have our Saturday morning prayer team ministry call led by Minister Juanita Purdy. A reminder that call-in number has been changed to the regular TalkShoe number, and that's in fact the one that we're talking on now. Our starting times are 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time. Uh, please join us for that. And I will. we do have an upcoming event, I believe, on November the 19th, and either Pastor um, Millicent or Minister Purdy will give you more details about uh, the way that particular event is going to happen. It will be a 10-hour prayer service using... Cindy Trim's Atomic Prayer. And in fact, we did do a um, precursor to that this morning, and it was really, um, really very beautiful and, and uplifting and prepares our way for uh, the 19th. So Carolyn Cunningham would like to remind you that she is still offering to gift anyone who would like to expand their library with gently used Christian devotionals are Christian books. So please see the newsletter for her email address and just shoot her a quick note that you'd like to um, exchange or receive uh, one of those, one or more of those books, and she'll be glad to get that to you uh, free of charge. Minister Doris Scott would like to, in, to invite anyone who lives or will be visiting the Washington, D.C., Virginia, Maryland area to join her at a morning of prayer, repentance, and petitioning God on November the 18th, 2017 at True Believers Glorious Church in Washington, D.C. Please check the newsletter for the address and for Minister Doris's contact information. As always, please remember in prayer the following individuals, Pastor Black, of course, and her immediate family, the Refuge from the Storm church members, the church uh, worldwide. And for this particular month, our focus is on family prayer. And we're asking you to please pray for your immediate family, your children, grandchildren, uh, parents if they're still alive, and all, all descendants yet to be born throughout all generations. Pray for God's purpose, plan, provision, and protection to be manifested in the lives of all of your descendants. We ask you to continue to pray for uh, T.I. Melanie, who's a Belgium T.I. activist. We ask that you pray for the dismissal of any charges that have been levied against her and for the return of her newborn baby. And don't forget all of the activists and advocacy groups such as PACS and Ella Free's Call and those leaders of those particular um, groups and all of the projects that they are working to develop and are currently in development that will certainly be a benefit to all of us on this call. As always, a quick reminder, the body of Christ is not one member but many. Not one can say we have no need of the other. If one member suffers, we all suffer. And if another is honored, 
then we all rejoice with that person, with him or her. Thank you very much for listening to the announcements and the welcome. I will ask Sister Elka um, Morris to please lead us in an opening hymn, after which time Elder Carolyn will lead us through the rest of the service. I'm singing, um, Lord, I come before you now. Lord, I come before you now and worship in your presence. Lord, I come before you now and worship at your throne. Jesus, my King, Jesus, my Lord, Jesus, the one that I adore, you are my peace, you are my joy, I'll worship you forevermore, Jesus, my King, Jesus, my Lord. the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. The scripture today is taken from the book of Hebrews, chapter 12, verses 12 and 13. No more dragging your feet. Clear the path for long-distance runners so no one will trip and fall, so no one will step in a hole and sprain an ankle. Help each other out and run for it. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, thank you for this day and all the blessings you bring to us. Help us to choose to focus on these blessings and not on what the enemy has wrought. Indeed, what you give us each day is greater than all the evil the enemy brings. Bless those who have helped us in the past on this journey as well as those in the present who continue to do so and all of the future helpers you will send our way. Most of all, use us to help others. Show us how to make the journey smoother for our sisters and brothers who suffer just as much or more than we do. Help us to be an instrument of your love, peace, strength, courage, and wisdom as we all run this race. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 and amen. Now, now we'll have a praise and petition song. 
that will be followed by the altar prayer, which Sister Helena will deliver.
on. Precious Heavenly Father, we just lift you up right now, Father God, and we just ask that you would clear the lines for us today. Lord, we just ask that you just go in and take whatever noise is in there and just knock it right out. Father God, we just ask that your presence be felt today in all things that are done and lifted up before you, Lord. We just praise your precious and holy name. Father God, and thank you for every listener that came today. I pray that for anyone who is can, can you can you hear me? Helena, you're in West yeah. Washington State. Yes, I am. Um, I want to I want to mute everyone except you. Hold on, please. Are you there, Helena? I'm also with with Washington State. I'll just mute myself. I'm not Helena. Can I go ahead now? Yes. Father God, help me, Lord. We just praise you today. We thank you for everyone here today. And we ask you to touch each heart, even those that may be trying to come against us, Lord. We just pray that you go in right now, confuse the thoughts of the enemy in their minds. I pray that you replace them with your own Father God, help me pray, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord, thank you, Lord. I praise you, Father God, for all the good things you've done in bringing us through this past week, no matter what we've been through. We're so thankful that we can come together as a group here today and lift you up and bring our burdens and our joys before you. We thank you for the music. We praise you, Father, for the prayers that have already been sent up to you. Father God, we just ask that you would bless the message today, that it would just fall upon our spirits, our ears would be open to hear your message for us. We pray, Father God, for our Pastor Millicent. We lift her up to you today, and we ask you to take every pain, every ache, every burden, everything, Father God, that she may be carrying on her shoulders. We ask that you just make her burden light, and we ask you to just replace all things with your precious joy. We ask you to take care of her each and every day. Bless her and her family, we pray. I pray for every congregant that's listening right now today. And I pray for my own family, that I, too, have family that is unsaved. So I pray and lift each one up to you. Father God, we claim each one 
And we thank you, Lord, in advance for everyone that will come to you, Lord, because we all agree as one that you can do all things. You strengthen us, Lord. You lift us up every day. You take us out of the mucky burdens that we carry with what we have to bear. I pray for our stalkers today. I pray that you touch their hearts like never before, that you go in and just go in deep, Father, Lord, while they sleep. Holy Spirit, speak to their conscious, subconscious mind, Lord, and turn their thoughts around so they don't know what hit them when they wake up in the morning and they go to press their buttons or whatever it is they do to hurt us. We just pray that they will just malfunction Mm-hmm. And that they will just go right back out into space and not hurt any living soul. Yes, Father God, you can do it because we know you is nothing, no thing, no thing that you can't do. Lord, today we remember those that are grieving. We pray for those that still have not recovered from the hurricanes and earthquakes. <laughs> Those that have been in shootings in Las Vegas are still in mourning. And, Father, now we have another church who's been, had so many people shot. Father God, we lift them each one up to you, Lord. And I pray for the pastor today who lost his own daughter to this shooting. I pray that you give him the strength to carry on, to be strong in you as they plan to tear this church down and rebuild, Lord. I pray that you will give them the vision of the new church that they want to build, every nail, every piece of wood, plaster, cement, whatever it is. Father God, may you anoint and bless it. May this church grow for you because of the losses that they have suffered. And we pray for our own church. I pray that you will grow us too. Thank you, Father, for what you're about to do today. Go with us when we leave from here and bless us as we go our own way this coming week and come back again next. In Jesus' name I ask it. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Sister Helena, for touching and moving prayer. Thank you. You're welcome. Now we'll have a praise another praise song that will be followed by a weekly message to be presented today by Minister Juanita. Thank you. 
and bless the Lord, bless the Lord, hallelujah. There is power in the name of Jesus. Um, Sister Cassandra, is everyone muted? Um, no one is muted. Okay, so um, if, if you don't mind muting, and that will resolve some of the issues right. we're having. All right, I will. All right, Juanita, can you hear me? So we bless the Lord, and I pray that each person is having a, a blessed day in the Lord, and we're gearing up here for the end of this year. It is coming to a quick close. We are entering into a very blessed and holy time of year where not only are we um, thankful, and I pray that it, it, despite what situations and circumstances that we may have going on in our life, that we thank the Lord. I believe that when we're thankful, it defeats the purpose of the enemy because the enemy wants to discourage. The enemy wants to get us to a place where um, we just have no hope. But when we, despite all that the enemy tries to throw at us, have those things anyway, we defeat the enemy. We defeat the enemy. And that's part of the authority that God has given us. So I just encourage each and every one of you, um, you know, as we're entering into this, this season of Thanksgiving, to offer up thanks. Offer up thanks. There is so much that we have to be thankful for, despite, you know, I know that our lives have not always been like this for the most part. So um, we want to be thankful, and then we're entering into that season where we celebrate the birth of Christ. That's another reason to be thankful, because he has risen, and even though he we celebrate his birth, we know that part of that is our salvation. Salvation came unto us because he died for us. So that that is enough to be thankful. So we bless the Lord for this season, and we pray that each and every person finish strong, finish a strong year out in the name of Jesus. Um, I would like to thank the Lord for the opportunity always to be able to come before you all and, and and be used as a vessel by him. Because that's that's what I consider my life to be. A vessel that he can use. And so I want to avail myself in whatever way that he desires me. And I always pray that um, the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart are acceptable in that the words that he gives me, the words that I say, are the words that he gives me. So I bless the Lord for the opportunity to be before you today. I want to thank Pastor Millicent for allowing me to do this. I mean, it is, she doesn't have to, and she does. And um, I bless the Lord for her, uh, for allowing me to uh, speak before you today. Um, we have been talking um, 
about the the name of of our last series of of sermons have been more than a conqueror, and we are determined to become more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And so as I am um, speaking to you again as we finish up on the series of More Than Conquerors, I am going to continue. Um, We've spoke about um, our last sermon, we spoke about the word, the power that we have in the word of God, and also um, the power that we have in the Holy Spirit. And so this today in our quest to become more than conquerors, um, we are going to speak on um, the power in the name of Jesus. So without further ado, let me pray. Father God, I delight in this opportunity. I delight in your presence. I delight in your word. I delight, Father God, in being used as a vessel for your purpose. And so, Father God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that I decrease in my thoughts and in, in what I think and even my purpose here, and you increase through your Holy Spirit and through your prophetic word, Father God, in me. I ask that your all-consuming fire come in, Father God, and teach this lesson, teach this information. I ask, Father God, that 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 each and every heart is open to receive your word. And, Father God, as the word is planted, that that the soil, Father God, is nourished, that each person will produce a, a harvest, some 30, 60, 100-fold in you. Lord, we thank you for it. Lord, right now we take commands of of Satan that tries to cause distractions, Satan that tries to cause uh, people to be pulled away or discouraged. Father God, we come against that right now in the name of Jesus, and we declare that he is a defeated foe, Father God, and that your word, your power, and your purpose will go forth today in the name of Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, my last sermon is part of a series on the authority and the power we have as children of God. Um, I received this revelation as I watched people do great feats and um, observed the confidence that they had in order to do these things. And I learned that they acquired this confidence from several factors. One of the things they did was they trained hard and they invested in equipment that was built to last under tremendous amount of pressure. They spared no expense because they knew that their life was on the line. And last, they kept their focus on the goal and not those situations 
or issues that surrounded their goal. They understood that the circumstances and some of the issues were just part of the mission. So everything that they did was an effort to prepare them to have a successful mission. So I, I, I look at that, and I think, likewise, for us as children of God, especially those of us who um, Satan has, has pulled out the stops to, to interfere with the mission God has given us. Well, in seeing that, the Holy Spirit just reminded me that God has done no less for us as his children. He has secured our well-being with the highest of powers, the quality from his kingdom. So you cannot get any greater than the powers of God's kingdom. So as children of God, we have access to that. And we can acquire that same level of confidence in the authority and the power that have been granted to us by our Heavenly Fathers, our Heavenly Father. Just let's look at those those things. Well, we already talked about that we have the power of the Holy Spirit. We were adopted into sonship, so we belong to God through Jesus Christ. This is our, these are our privileges and our rights as believers of Jesus Christ. We have the exclusive use of God's holy word and the name of Jesus, where we will be elaborating on today, the blood of Jesus, which is yet to come, and the support of angels and other heavenly hosts. So as we focus on today the name of Jesus, we are going to refer to two scriptures. The first scripture is John, the 14th chapter, and the 10th through the 14th verse. John, the 14th chapter, the 10th through the 14th verse. And it reads, don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing his work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe on the evidence of the work themselves. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have done, and they will do even greater things than these because I am going to the Father, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. And if we go to John, the 16th chapter, the 21st through the 28th verse, it reads, A woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come. But when her baby is born, she forgets the anguish 
because of her joy that a child is born into the world. So with you, now is your time of grief, but I will see you again and you will rejoice and no one will take away your joy. In that day, you will no longer ask me anything. Very truly, I tell you, my Father will give you whatever you ask in my name. Until now, you have not asked for anything in my name. Ask and you will receive and your joy will be complete. As I was reading this scripture, this one, this particular thing, and I just leave this question with each and every one of you. It says in twenty the twenty first through the 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 twenty first verse it says a woman giving birth to a child has pain because her time has come, but when her baby is born she forgets the anguish because of her joy that a child is born into the world. Now anybody who has given that have been given have given childbirth or birth to a child. You know, some people are, I guess, would say graced, if that's what you want to call it, of not having the labor pains. But I know the pains that I have, and I have never felt anything such as that. It was painful beyond belief. But I knew the, that the pain was yielding that that precious life that was going to be born of of me and of, of my husband. So at the time, the pain was for purpose. I want to submit to you that I don't believe that God will allow us to suffer pain without purpose. And sometimes... If we had let go of the vision that the pain that we were given in childbirth was the purpose of bringing forth the child, um, the child wouldn't have been born. But if we take our own situation and just just believe that God has his birthing purpose in us, Burden. We may not like it. We may not like the way it feels. But if we allow the purpose to be born in us, then we can see some some great things happening. But we have to allow the purpose. And with the purpose being born in us, there is the pain. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but pain is not good. I, I don't I, I don't know anybody that likes pain unless, of course, there are sadistic people that do. But in any case, so if I believe if God will allow the pain, then there is purpose behind it. And if we accept the purpose, we can move through the pain to get to it. But that's that's something that you have to learn to toil with in your heart and ask and really be before the Lord to allow him to uh, reveal that in you. So I pray that for each and every one of us that as we experience the pain, God will elaborate to us the purpose so that we can continue to move to that point where that purpose in us is birthed out. It is birthed out of us. I can say, and this, uh, the reading for 16, 
um, that uh, I'm going to finish reading 16. It says, though I have been speaking figuratively, a time is coming when I will no longer use this kind of language, but will tell you plainly about my father. In that day, you were asking my name. I am not saying that I will ask the Father on your behalf. Now, that is just something you kind of go, well, you're not asking the Father for me, uh, and we're asking your name. But Jesus goes on to elaborate, no, the Father himself loves you because you have loved me and have believed that I came from you. So just because we believe in Jesus Christ, the Father has already taken notice. He has already taken notice. And it says um, that the Father already, he doesn't even have to ask on your behalf because the Father is already ready to grant it by the position that we have accepted through accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We position ourselves to receive all that we ask for by accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and asking whatever we want in his name. And 28, I came from the Father and entered the world. Now I am leaving the world and going back to the Father. And so because of that, we see in the scripture, Jesus is preparing his disciples for his ascension back to heaven. That is the time when he will return back to the Father, and he did, and he is sitting at his, at his right hand now. So Jesus is leaving them with the task, and their task, is to our task because it wasn't there even though he was speaking to the disciples that task is still that task goes from generation to generation to generation until he returns but that task is to carry on the work of advancing heaven or the kingdom of heaven plan in this earthly realm even as we pray, Jesus taught us to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's already being done in heaven. So now we have the task of advancing God's will to be done on this earth. So in order to do that, we need to have both authority and power. They're not the same. There's a slight difference between the two. Power means the ability or the capacity of an individual to influence the will or conduct of others in their actions. People have power um, because of their relational their their relationship, you can influence people. You can cause them to change their mind. They can they will move according to you know what they feel your expectations are. That's power. However, authority is the legal and formal right to give orders, commands and make decisions. 
It is a formal right, and it's given to officials in their capacity, in the capacity of their job or the capacity of their position. Power is relational, whereas authority is positional. You have to attain the position in order to be granted authority. Power is the relationship that I, we have with each other to influence each other. So understand that we have both. We have both the power, the ability to influence. That's the favor of God on our life that we can influence the conduct, the actions, and the will of others. But we also have authority in the heavenly realm. That means that situations in Jesus' name have to to, uh, conform to what God's purpose and his plan and his will is, what his words say it is. So we operate both in power and in authority in Jesus' name. Jesus said um, in Matthew, the 28th chapter, the 8th verse, and this is, um, this is the Message Bible. I, I use the Message Bible in order to, you know, for this scripture, because I, I like the way it, it says, but I encourage you to use whatever translation that, you know, helps you to understand it. But Jesus, it reads, Jesus, undeterred, went right ahead and gave his charge. Now, he's given his charge to the disciples, but we also receive that charge when we receive him as our Lord and Savior. And it says, God authorized and commissioned me to, uh, commanded me to commission you. So now that is the legal right. That's the legal right. He authorized and commanded me. He is telling this to the disciples to commission you. Now I am transferring that authority to you. And then he tells the disciples, go out and train everyone you meet far and near in this way of life, marking them by baptism in the threefold name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Sorry there, I lost my place. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then he instructed them to practice all that I have commanded you. And he told them, I will be with you As you do this, day after day after day, right up until the end of the age. So when he gave them that commission, if you look at the translated passage, it's ex esti, which is is the word that means permitted, lawful authority. So... Um, God, Jesus then gave them the lawful authority to go out and spread the gospel in his name. So 
if we look at the meaning of it, it is both relational because of them accepting Jesus Christ and positional. He is now moving them into a position because of their uh, accepting him. Because of his relationship and obedience to God, he was given all power in heaven and on earth. Now we're in the relational capacity as believers and positional capacity as co-heirs to the kingdom, we can operate in both the influential power and the legal authority in the name of Jesus. But we got to understand what that authority is. We got to understand what that authority does. And so in understanding that, I want to give you a couple of scriptures. The first one is uh, Proverbs, the 18th chapter in the 10th verse. It says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower, and the righteous run to it and are safe. So when we, when we secure our, our, um, our protection, it is in the name of Jesus. Strong towers were fortresses that were built up to hold in ancient in the ancient times. They were uh, towers, and they were fortified towers that were built up to hold food and supplies and um, give uh, the the people places to stay during warfare. During warfare. So when they say, when the, the scripture tells us that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, that we are to run to it, that is when everything, we, anything that we ask concerning our security, concerning our protection, in the name of Jesus, it tells us in the word that we will find safety and we will find security. In the name of Jesus. It's a a fortress. It's a fortress. So we use these scriptures in our warfare. In our warfare, we use these scriptures. That stone tower was a reinforcement that helped sustain them during times uh, where the enemy were, you know, bringing out their assault. And it secured them, and it helped them launch a defense against the enemy. The name of the Lord is used to provide sustenance for you. You ask in his name, whatever it is, and security. It's the same thing. God says that he doesn't change. And so in the name of Jesus, but understand the relational and the authority position. I, we have to align. We have to align our relationship, and we make sure that we understand that now, because of our relationship, we are operating in authority. Next, healing is in the name of Jesus, and I want to uh, read to you 
This comes from Mark, uh, the 16th chapter, and he said, Go ye in all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. That's our, that's our task. Our task, and we, we want to be on our task, preaching the gospel. Now, preaching doesn't mean that, okay, I got to get up and I got to speak before all these people. Preaching is simply telling people the good news of Jesus Christ. We're, that's our task, to tell the good news to, to everybody that we meet. Tell them, share them with our family, our friends, our loved ones, those that we are close to. And it says, he that believeth shall be baptized, and he that be- believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils, they will speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpent, they shall drink any deadly things, and it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Now, I want to address some parts of this, because a lot of times people do things in ignorance, and, you know, the ignorance can cost you your life, I'm telling you. The wisdom Um, And I encourage everybody to read Proverbs, the eighth chapter. It says, seek wisdom. Seek wisdom uh, like you search for wisdom like you would search for gold and silver. And it says, wisdom will save your life. The Bible says that my people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. Well, so many issues have come up surrounding this scripture pertaining to uh, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. But I can tell you, if you read the scripture, if you go to Matthew, the fourth chapter, where Jesus was being tested um, in the wilderness, the second challenge from Satan to Christ uh, tried to provoke him to throw himself off the cliff because he used Psalms 91 to tell uh, 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 Jesus that he was gonna. He uh, the angels are supposed to protect him, and Jesus' response to him was. His response to him was, "You do not test God." The scriptures are there for our building up, not to test God. And he referred to the situation um, when the children of Israel were in the desert, and they uh, talked to Moses about um, not having water. Now, they're being tested on, you know, their obedience to God, and they want to test God to see if God is going to be for them. And that really, it, it, it angered, it angered the Lord. But Moses stood between them and the Lord and prayed on their behalf and interceded on their behalf. So Jesus was quoting that bank um, when they were being tested in the wilderness, not to test the Lord, uh, you you are not supposed to test God. So when people do that, those things, and it's not a situation where they are inadvertently coming into contact with situations where God has promised them security and safety, and they're just using it to test God, they are in severe error. 
And that is error. You're not supposed to test God. His word is there for our benefit. And so we have to be very mindful when you see and hear situations like that. Think of those scriptures. Go back and see what the word says concerning that. But the word is there for us to lay hands on the sick and they recover. Um, Acts 3 and 6 uh, tells us of when Peter uh were they were um going through the temple and they were at the the gate of beautiful and the man was laying out and he was asking for silver and gold and they gave him healing in the name of Jesus so we know that there is healing in the name of Jesus and not only that he this man it goes on to elaborate that he was strengthened so not just heal, but he can strengthen you. He will strengthen you. But we do it in the name of Jesus. An another thing, demons. Understand this. Situations that we deal with, a lot of we got to understand that the people who are acting out of wickedness, are oftentimes under the influence of evil or possession of evil spirits. And the Bible tells us that everything, all power in heaven and earth is under the dominion of Jesus Christ. And so we have the power to pull down those spiritual uh, strongholds that are causing these people to act the way they do and to do what they do. We have that power in the name of Jesus. And so we have to attack the spirit because the Bible tells us that we don't war in, against flesh and blood but that is powers and principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. That is, that is the culprit that is causing uh, people to just fall into such a state of wickedness and, and depravity that we have to, to use the word of God and the authority that we have to address this thing. I'm not going to give you the long drawn out story of all the things that I have seen, have done because it, you know, it's, it's, I, it, I can enumerate, but the success did not come in all of that. The success, the success came in applying the power and the authority that God has given us in his word through the name of Jesus. And so I want to encourage us all the more to use the name of Jesus and pull down these strongholds. The demons fell. They have to submit. They have to submit to the, the, the name of Jesus. Sickness had to go. It had to go. Infirmities, it had to go. 
Why? Because anything that has a name now falls under the power of Jesus Christ. All power is, uh, Jesus' name is above all power and all names in heaven and in earth. So if it has a name, guess what? It has to fall under the authority of Jesus Christ. So you name it and put it under the authority of Jesus Christ. We got, we name it, whatever it is, whatever the sickness is, the illness is, the whatever the harassment or whatever the, 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 whatever issue that the devil is trying to use, name it and put it under the authority because it has to submit to the name of Jesus Christ. His name is above all names. And so we bless the Lord. We bless the Lord because we know that there is power in his name. His power is power. I want to tell a little, I, I read this story as I, I close here. I read this story about um, this little boy who he loved chocolate chip cookies. And he, he went in the store with his mom. And his mom, before he got into the store, said to him, you, I am not buying any chocolate chip cookies, so do not ask. Now, you may think that this is uh, funny, um, kind of simple, but it's, it's funny, but it has a deep, deep message to it. So the, the mom said, I, no, I am not buying chocolate chip cookies, so don't ask. So they went down, They as she was doing her shopping, she went down the aisle with the cookies. And guys, I'm telling you, this is a true story. She went down the aisles with the cookies, and he couldn't help himself. He loved chocolate chip cookies. So he said to his mom, Mom, please, can I get some chocolate chip cookies? And she said, no, I told you, do not ask. I'm not getting them. And so, of course, she went around in the store and came back to the she had to go back to that that aisle with the cookies again and so um he asked again he said mom please can i have the chocolate chip cookies and she said didn't i tell you from the beginning the answer is no you cannot have i am not buying chocolate chip cookies and so of course they're going to check out and the the little kid, in one last effort, <laughs> the story reads, he stood up in the buggy, and he shouted out loud, in the name of Jesus, Mom, may I please have the chocolate chip cookies? Well, believe it or not, it didn't move the mom, but it moved everybody else in the store. And according to the story, they walked out with 27 packages of chocolate chip cookies from the people who were in the store that bought those chocolate chip cookies for that young man. 
Mom didn't have to spend a dime, but he got him. So he knew the power in the name of Jesus. Now, we may not want cookies. Our, our issues may be a little, a lot more severe than whether or not. Some, it's life-threatening. Some, it, 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 it's a matter of health issues. But I can tell you this. The, the power that is, he recognized it as a child looking for, trying to get his chocolate chip cookies. We as adults, mature in the Lord, must recognize the power. And if we don't, let's get there. If we don't, let's get there. Let's make it our mission for the rest of this year. And into the next year, going into the next year strong, understanding and knowing our position, which is the authority that we have in Christ and our relationship, the power that we have in Christ, so that we can cause these yokes to be broken, these prison chains and, and these infirmities and, and, and the illness, the pain, raising all of those things to be broken off of our lives. Because that power is able to, 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 to destroy every yoke. And if it's a yoke that keeps you bound, the name of Jesus is able to destroy it. No matter what it is, it is the power that is in the name, and we get it by our relationship with him. And so I encourage us today, I encourage us, let's build that relationship until it is so solid that Jesus, when Jesus was walking and he knew that there were some demons, he, they saw him coming. They saw him coming. And what did they say? Jesus, what do we have to do with, do with you? They knew he was about to attack and get rid of them. And so they started to negotiate. I say to us, let the demons know, okay, before they even think about it, that we are, are, we are operating in our power and our guards aren't down because we are in the fortress where we, the strong tower, where we are able to launch not only a defense, but an offense against the enemy. Let's declare that in our life today. Today. And let's move with passion and fervor in our relationship with Christ so that the demons will know when they see you coming, they're going to start running because they know the power that is operating in his name. And we come in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Sister Cassandra, you're going to say um, break every chain. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
Sister Juanita, thank you for that very uplifting and powerful message. Now we'll have a song of celebration to thank God for it. Coming up after that will be the invitation to discipleship, which Reverend Milton will present. Thank you. 
also learn to exercise your prayer muscles and be strengthened in that manner. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we'll have a, another song of celebration to be followed by the benediction to close out the service. Reverend Nelson will deliver it.
to love you more dearly and to see you more clearly day by day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Um, Sister Cassandra, if you will end the recording and we'll go into our prayer time. Minister Juanita, are you going to be available? Yes, I am. Okay, thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.